Writing Freedom, Chapter 10. Hayward stayed for a month of Sundays, and Charlotte couldn't bear thinking about him leaving again. The morning he left, she said, Hey, you can stock tender for me as long as you'd like. Charlotte, I'm beginning to think you like having me around, he teased. I never thought I'd see the day. But first, I got work to finish in Missouri. Then, I gotta help my folks move out here. He hesitated, then said, Charlotte, come with me. Charlotte looked out the window as if she hadn't heard him. It'll take me over a year, Charlotte. You could get someone to watch the place. And then Ebenezer could take over till we got back. Won't you come? She turned and looked at him. I can't, Hay. I don't want to leave. I worked my whole life for this. I belong here. I want to build up my horse stock. And I got apples to pick and things I got to do. Besides, there's something I've been thinking on for some time that I feel real strongly about. She knew she could tell Hay anything, but she wasn't sure how he'd react to this. I registered to vote in Santa Cruz County. The election's in a few weeks, and I don't want to miss it. Hayward stared at her and shook his head. Charlotte, you'll be going against the law. Hey, I know more about who to vote for than most. Women are citizens of this country, just like you. They work hard and make decisions, sound as a man's. There's a lot of folks who don't agree. There's a lot of men who don't agree, said Charlotte. Hayward grinned at her. I ain't one of them, he said. I just don't understand what you'll be proving if no one knows you're a woman. I guess I'm proving that here I am, a member of this county that most folks respect. Most of them ask me who I'm voting for. And the only reason I can walk in and vote is because they think I'm a man. Sooner or later, they'll all know I was a woman and my point will be made. So someday you're going to let people know you're a lady? He asked. Maybe. But whether I let them know or not, I'll be wearing these same clothes and tending my horses and running this ranch same as always. He considered what she said and shook his head. You know your mind, Charlotte, and that's fine by me. You know how I feel about you. I know. He gave her a big hug and acted like he was never going to let go. Then he got on his horse and rode down the lane past the corral. Charlotte stood on the porch and watched him ride away. He stopped halfway down the road and waved his hand. Charlotte waved back. He put his hat back on and cupped his hands around his mouth. I'll be back! He hollered. I know, Charlotte whispered to herself. It was sprinkling when Charlotte rode into town that November afternoon, but a little rain couldn't stop her. She hoped it wouldn't stop other folks from getting out and doing what they had to do either. Luckily, by the time she got to town, the sun had come out. She hitched the Mustang and walked down the street and nodded to the people walking by. A big sign in the window of the hotel said, Poles. Some of the ladies in town went about their errands and didn't seem to give a second thought to the long line of men in front of the hotel. 
Others gathered out front in twos and threes, waiting for their menfolk, and acted like there was nothing special going on inside. Charlotte wondered if they really didn't care, or if they were going about playing their roles like she was playing hers. One man came up and clapped her on the back. Glad to see you, Charlie, he said. Another man said, Pretty exciting day, ain't it, Charlie? Charlotte didn't say much. She shook hands all around and got in line with the men. She listened to them banter and joke around her. Heard Wyoming's gonna give women the right to vote. <laughs> I thought I'd heard everything. What's this country coming to? What do you think, Charlie? Charlotte said, I don't think it hurts nothing. Guess they know their minds as well as us. Don't hurt nothing. Them women fighting for this is just plain crazy, stirring up trouble all over. They'll be the ruination of this country. I told my wife that she would never be voting as long as she's married to me, no matter what the law says. What does she know about politics? Several other men added their opinions. The line inched up the hotel steps. A little boy ran up, found his father in line, and tugged on his hand. Papa! Papa! The tailor boy said Sarah and I can't play ball because I'm little and she's a girl. And she's fighting him in the street, and he's twice as big as her. Hurry, Papa! The father shook his head. We told her and told her about fighting. When's that girl gonna learn? The men chuckled, and the father and the little boy left. The line moved closer to the desk. Charlotte got to the front and signed the book. The registrar handed her the ballot. She studied the names. Horatio Seymour or Ulysses S. Grant, the conservative Democrat or the much-talked-about Republican. She had listened to the talk and heard people's debates. She had heard good things and bad things about both men, but she knew her own mind and what she thought was right. You know who you're voting for, Charlie? Asked the man next to her. Yes, I do, said Charlotte. Old Jake couldn't make it today because he's ailing. Felt real bad about not coming, but I told him one vote won't make no difference. Charlotte nodded to the man. Would her one vote make a difference? Why was she doing this? Someday when people found out, would they just think that she had been crazy too? Or would they wonder that she had a good reason? Yes, she told herself, she had a good reason. This was something she could do for that woman who stood up in front of all those laughing men and passed out handbills on the saloon steps. Something for those women out front who were pretending they didn't mind that they couldn't vote. For Vern, who hadn't been allowed to speak up and should have been able to. And for that little girl outside who was already standing up for herself. She smiled. And for me, she thought, because I'm as qualified as the next man. She marked her choice for President of the United States. She turned in her ballot, then faced the crowd of men still waiting in line. She tipped her hat. Gentlemen, she said, may the best man win. Then she walked out of the hotel, got on her horse, and rode home.